Welcome to the in-law suite. I'm Crystal. And I'm Nicole. And we are your favorite in-laws. This is the podcast for women who do it all. So grab some coffee or some wine and close the door behind you. Because you're in the in-law suite. So let's go. Hello, in-laws, and welcome back to the in-law suite. On today's episode, we are talking conflicts with in-laws. But before we get into that, we are going to talk about the highlights of our week. So, Kristani, tell everybody, you know, what's going on? Um, So, I had a lot of good stuff happen this week. Um, Or, yeah, this week, I guess. Um, I am, I left my job that I just started. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy about that. Um, the job wasn't a bad job by any means. Like it was a good job and, um, you know, the people were nice, but it just wasn't the right job for me. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that I was, you know, I had the opportunity to, do something different and I found something that I think is going to be a better fit for me um so I'm very excited about that um and I was really surprised because um everyone was really nice about me leaving like much much nicer than I thought that they would be Mm -hmm. so that was like a pleasant surprise uh because I expected them to be like pissed you know Mm -hmm. um and they probably were pissed but they hit it very well (laughs) and even like on my last day I reached out to my manager at the end of the day and I was like is there anything else you need from me like I'm done it was like three o'clock I was like there's nothing for me to do is there anything else and he was like no he was like hopefully our paths will cross again and like don't hesitate to reach out to me if you like need anything which I thought was really, really nice. Yeah, that considering is Considering nice. I kind of like, I don't want to say I left them high and dry, but Earlier they're, kind than of expected. A, they're kind of like in a pickle because one of their other employees, like as soon as I got there, she resigned. Oh, wow. So, so they two. still haven't replaced her. <laughs> gotcha. So now it's two. Yeah. And I got the feeling that, that she was waiting for me to get onboarded. Cause mm-hmm. she, like I started on Wednesday or something and she resigned on Monday. So, so, but she's, she's still no, she's no longer there now too, I would assume. Right. Or she's, yeah, still there. she's, okay. she's been gone. Like she left the week after I got there. Gotcha. Yeah. So they're down two people now. Okay. Um, but even still they were really nice. So that was, that was good. Like it was a nice ending, I guess. Yeah. To that. Um, And then secondly, on Saturday, my husband and I went to a party, Mm -hmm. um, which we never do. Yep. (laughs) Um, But it was a fundraiser um, for my sorority. And it was really, really nice. Um, I was thinking about you. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Why are you thinking about me? Because I know you were like considering going, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so the way that they had it set up, there were like VIP tickets mm-hmm. and regular tickets, right? Mm-hmm. And by the time that you had t- thought about going, they didn't have any more VIP tickets. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that you did not go regular ticket because you would have been 
pissed. Oh, really? <laughs> what? what yeah. Explain it. So I'm not going to say pissed, but the VIP ticket experience was way better than the general admission ticket. Well, so I see why they sell out so fast. So the VIP, was it a lot more expensive than the regular? So the, the regular thing about was... the VIP is that you have to buy a table. You can't buy individual ticket. Okay. So it makes it much more expensive because you're buying a full table. Six, six seats yeah. versus one, one ticket, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but the, they have like food, not like plated food, but like a hors d'oeuvre station, I guess mm-hmm. what you would call it, but it was good food. And the table that I was at, we were right next to the bar, mm-hmm. which we didn't get anything from the bar. Um, but there was champagne and wine on the table. Okay. And <laughs> so the water at the bar cost $2 a cup, right? Uh-huh. Not a, not, not a, a bottle. bottle, but for like a cup. And then you had to, like, you push the little thing down and the, like a, yeah, I know, know you're like talking a, like a dispenser. Beverage dispenser. Yes. And so I was like, I'm not paying $2 for that, you know? No, yeah. But I was eating. So I was super thirsty. And so uh, my friend at the table, the, I was at my friend's table and she was like, oh, <laughs> give you some wine, right? Because there was wine on the table uh-huh. and her mom's table, it was like older people. So they weren't really drinking, drinking you know? Yeah. So she went to that table and got the wine and I poured some for me and Anthony mm-hmm. and I was so thirsty and I just like, Chugged it down. It, I bet that thing was burning. <laughs> and it was like good wine too. Oh, it okay. was like a. Was it a sweet wine or? It wasn't super sweet. It wasn't like that wine I had at your house that time. That Girl, I'm waiting till we got a couple more wine. months. We got a couple that more wine months. That was right. Up. Yeah. But it probably maybe would be that way if like we had let it do like sweeten up or whatever. Yeah. But um. I can't remember what happened, but after that, girl, that wine had hit my system. <laughs> Just feeling good. And I couldn't figure out nothing that was happening. They was like, girl, don't drink nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but they actually had like, not security, but you had like a VIP wristband. Oh, okay. So we wouldn't even have been able, because remember my friend was like, we can try to sneak you in a table. We wouldn't have been able to do that. Oh, wow. Um, and so, but it was really nice. Uh, the Derby, so it was we it was for the Kentucky Derby, mm-hmm. and so they had it on the TV, and we had really good spots. Uh, like our table was in a good spot to see the TV, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> surprise, Crystal, it's it's horses, not dogs. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking horses. <laughs> it's horses. Uh huh. Um. And there's people on the horses. See, yeah. I, I didn't know nothing, okay? I thought it was... <laughs> well, you ain't do your research. You know how you do your I research. I didn't. I did not. Only thing I researched was Kentucky Derby outfits, yeah. okay? I what researched do I gotta wear? nothing about the Derby itself. And so, like, when I got there, uh, one of my friends, she was uh, working. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, oh, girl, I got to hand out these papers, right? And so she gave me the paper and I said, oh, is this the, the list of the names of the dogs? And she's like, dogs. And everybody was like, what dogs? 
um anthony was like girl this is embarrassing (laughs) just be quiet just smile (laughs) yeah um and so but we couldn't figure i couldn't figure out how to um like pick our pick i was gonna say pick our dog pick our horse yeah so we didn't actually like not bet but we didn't get to participate in that part Mm -hmm. um but yeah we had like good seats it was like extremely exciting yeah with the horses but that thing lasted one minute uh yeah the horses can't run forever i thought it was gonna be like multiple rounds or oh there wasn't multiple rounds it was just one one race yeah one lap (laughs) one lap (laughs) And then it was done. I was like, oh, by the time I figured out what was going on. It was over. It was over. And I was like, okay, this is good. Okay, what's next? And then people started leaving. I was like, like so it? um, it's just going to be one. But yeah, it was nice. Um, <laughs> um, but I oh think gosh. like it was probably a, Anthony said he had a good time. Mm-hmm. He was like, it's nice. Cause you know, he, he the money man. Mm -hmm. So he was like, being here, it's nice because you can see what, um, where like the money is going and like what's, what's happening or whatever. So to me, that's like a compliment from him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but they had like a 360 photo booth that I wanted to do, but I didn't get a chance to do it. Cause Anthony was like, he didn't want to wait. He didn't want to pay. So, mm-hmm. um, but they had like different little activities and stuff like that. But I was telling him it would have been better if we would have had a table like full of people that we both knew. Yeah. Because I knew people there, but he, he didn't, didn't really know people. And then it's like just the like, table. But we went to that thing and they was just sitting there looking exactly. like. That's exactly. That's exactly. But at least they had each other. <laughs> to say when at this least... is going to be over. <laughs> Y'all want to get something to eat after this? <laughs> Lord, yeah so it was the same but he was happy because he really liked the cookie things that they had and mm-hmm. they had like this i don't know if it was cheesecake or mousse it was mm-hmm. something um but he liked the desserts and like when we were leaving i was like i'm hungry because i had like a little bit and he was like oh see while you were in the bathroom i had three plates of dessert so i'm full <laughs> not three plates of dessert <laughs> i was not in the bathroom that long at all. <laughs> He said, well, I'm right here. I'm just going to put all, get three plates of this and her yeah. beat this before she come back. So, um, but yeah, it was really nice. Um, I'm really glad I was a little bit like putting more pressure on myself as far as like the outfit was concerned. Yeah. Um, and my friend that I was at her table, she's gone many times before, mm-hmm. uh, because her mom is a member mm-hmm. and she was like basically like talking me down like don't do that you don't have to worry you know and so like of course the day of it was like cold and rainy yeah and the dress that i had like i would have literally been a icicle out there because it was outdoor still but Mm -hmm. it was under a a tent tent. yeah um and so i ended up wearing pants and long sleeve shirt and i was comfortable and i ended up wearing flats like at the last minute i decided like i'm gonna just wear flats yeah and I was glad that I did. So oh, I was yeah. like very comfortable. Like it was like everything was good. That's good. Yeah. I missed you there though. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe next year. Yeah. If, if I get a it. table. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. That way they can not, the, the brothers can have each other. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or hopefully meet more people. But at the same time, you know, 
yeah. of each other. So we'll see. What but happens. there were not a lot of, there were a lot of people our age, but mm-hmm. not a lot of men our age. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but he was a trooper. Like I appreciated him because he was, he didn't complain even though I knew he, he complained. Deep down, he was ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't complain going into it, but he was like, no matter what, if you're ready to leave, we can leave. <laughs> Don't feel obligated. <laughs> if you're not feeling good, if you're not comfortable, just tap my leg and we're out of, there. out of there. Okay. I'm like, that is I'm going to be you. there for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. He is yeah. hilarious. But I think it would have been, and then we ended up getting there like super late as mm-hmm. well. Like we got there probably 20 minutes before the actual race started. When did the race so start? It started at like 630. Okay. And I think we got there at 610. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, cause it was over by 645 and I'm talking, when I say started, I mean, they started like showing the, the horses line. lining up. Oh, okay. <laughs> like Darn. the whole event was quick, very, very quick. Like, and I was like, they just do this once a year. It's just crazy. Now, is this a derby just for the fundraiser or is this a derby that they normally do like every year there? What you mean? Is like the horse race? Yeah, the horse race. Is it like? Oh, some- I don't know what the horse race, the real one, is for. We were watching the real Kentucky Derby on TV. Oh, so it wasn't actual like a horse race, a live horse race. Girl, but- no, I wouldn't have went out there for that. No, <laughs> but they. <laughs> but sometimes people have like booths, and they can they'll see the horse race in front of them, but they're oh, kind like of a down distance. Below. Yes, but yes, they yes. still have like the TVs up, you know. To watch yeah it. So no I didn't know if it was we like were that. just watching the actual kentucky derby gotcha. that was happening live gotcha so gotcha, i guess gotcha. every year whatever day they the kentucky get derby to watch is it. is when they do that yeah. gotcha 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 mm-hmm. okay okay now that makes um sense. and i found out mm-hmm. that when you're um voting or whatever like picking your horse mm-hmm. they're not allowed to write the name of the horse because that makes it gambling did you know that no, because I, I don't know nothing about Kentucky Derby and gambling. Because I was like, what kind of names are these? And they were like, those are not the horse names. Those are the sponsors. <laughs> when I tell you that, why I got to my system, Just... I was like, Windex, Could you bring Clorox? bottled water in there? <laughs> huh? Could you bring bottles of water in there? <laughs> not Windex, Clorox. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> um i don't know probably mm, i don't know they did check my bag coming in so maybe not next time just bring a couple of bottles when they check your bag like next time i'm paying two dollars to get that water because <laughs> i mean i don't think you should charge people two dollars for water that should come with a ticket price it's yeah. water it's free oh you know what they gave us water they gave us a bottle of water it's sitting right here on my desk right now in my mm-hmm. goodie bag but i got my goodie bag on the way out instead of the way in Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, but okay. you, yes, they did give us a bottle of water. Cause yeah, I was like, yeah, they should have water on water. the table. Yeah. Yeah. But they did. Okay. That was me. Okay. My fault. My bad. <laughs> so you could have had water, but you decided to have wine instead. That's right. you... <laughs> Okay. Anything else going on? No, that's enough. I took up enough time. Tell me about your highlights. <laughs> um, I only have two, you know, it was mother's day, which, Oh gosh. <laughs> That was my highlight. <laughs> um, you know, it was good to spend time with, you know, family and mm-hmm. spend time with my mom. We had the great episode with our moms, mm-hmm. which was fun. Um, 
so Mother's Day was just super, super awesome. Like, it was just a day, you know, that we don't really have to do much as moms. So, so it was good. Um, Did you get a gift? Um, I got gifts prior to Mother's Day. I okay. got those. Like, I'm starting to collect Lounge 5 books ba- book bags now. So That's the place we went? The Box Lunch is where it, that's the okay. name of the store. Mm-hmm. The brand of the bags are called Lounge Fly. So they're like character bags and stuff. They're so cute. So he bought me two. Ooh, um, which, one, which character? Uh, I got, so I wore, the one I wore on Sunday was, it's like a mother's, it's the Disney princesses with their moms. So it has that like, is cute. They have like four. So it's Anna Elsa with their mom, Tiana with her mom. The brave Mirda with her mom, the brave people, the Ciao. oh Mulan and Aurora. So I, I got that one, and then he Who's gave Aurora? me Aurora. Aurora is Cinderella. Sleeping Beauty. Snow White. Sleeping Beauty. Okay. The ones that we really don't watch. Um, <laughs> have you seen Merida? Brave. Yeah, I see Merida. Is I got good? a brave bag. It's so cute. It is. It is a good. The moral of the the story is really good. So okay. I, I think you would probably really is it like on it. Disney Plus. Yes, it should be. All right, maybe I'll watch it. No, it no, 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 no. It's Pixar. So I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, I've never seen that, but apparently it's my. She's my same personality type. She's very um independent and don't feel like she needs to follow the rules. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, I need to have my daughter watch that. <laughs> <laughs> but. And I'll um, talk about the baby. Oh. <laughs> um, so, yeah. it's If you have time, if it's not on Disney Plus, I know it's got to be on there. Something. Somewhere. Yeah. So, um, you should definitely watch it. Okay. Um, and last thing, I saw Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness, which it was, it was good. So, um, I'm just glad that the Marvel movies are starting to come back into play. So, um. It was not what I was expecting, but it was good. So, yeah, so that's all of our highlights. So um, we are going to go ahead and just get into the topic today. Um, We are talking about conflicts with in-laws and how to deal with conflicts with in-laws. And um, yeah, so the first question that I have is, do you like with conflict, right? If there's going to be an issue, does that mean somebody kind of like step out of their boundaries, right? So what boundaries do you have with your in-laws, our in-laws? Um, or is there any boundaries that are set where you feel like, you know, they shouldn't step over this boundary? I, if you want I me to go like first, our, I can too. Our in-laws are naturally respectful of boundaries. For sure. So I don't feel like there's been a lot where I have felt like the boundaries have been crossed. Like, I don't feel like they have the desire to cross the boundary. You know, Mm -mm, mm -hmm. I think the most would be maybe with the kids where there's just a difference of opinion on how something should go like uh, but I still feel like discipline no not discipline but like uh I'm trying to think of something 
I feel like I get what you're saying. I, I, I don't feel like they, they're very, they're very respectful in my opinion and like never like oversteps. Mm-hmm. Unlike, you know, I love my mom to death, but you know, we already talk about, you know, she always going to tell you what she feels regardless of, you know, how you feel. So yeah, sometimes you feel like, oh, I'm the bomb. And she's like, I know, but you still should do X, Y, Z. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Versus. Yeah. That's, that's what I was going to say is yeah. that I feel like my husband has more problems than I have when it comes to the <laughs> in-laws because my mom and I think my mom and I think first of all our moms are very similar mm-hmm. um but my mom is not used to having to compromise with someone mm-hmm. she's a single woman she had like everyone that she's ever lived with has been like under her a care subordinate you yeah. know Mm-hmm. So it's never mattered like she can take your opinion or she cannot take your opinion, but it's she's not had to ever really compromise with someone or to take another person's feelings about something into consideration if yeah. it doesn't suit her. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's been a difficult area for her to see me do, you know? Yeah. Because like, before I got married, me and my mom would do stuff together all the time. Let's say, for example, shopping, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go pick out a new couch. And so I'm going to go with her. And then we make the decision together or whatever, even though it's my couch. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, I'm going to do that with Anthony, but she still feels like, just come with me and let me pick out your couch. You know, <laughs> it's like, no, mom, no. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. But I, I think we we're lucky, um, especially when I think about our mother in law, because there's a lot of mother in law horror stories out there. Yep. And I don't think we have like a a monster in law, you know, no, like she's very sweet. She's very like she she doesn't like volunteer her opinion. She doesn't try to force things her way nope like i feel like she's supportive yeah so i think we lucked up you know for sure she's an amazing mother-in-law i Mm i i was telling her i couldn't ask for a better one because if we did have those horror in-laws i that would be like really unmanageable like in our marriage you know what i'm saying yeah so and especially because of how much time we spend with them yeah that would that would be like probably a deal breaker. Yeah, if I agree. if they if they were terrible mm-hmm. because we're around them a lot. Yeah, and our father in law is very supportive as well. It's yeah, just like a family really dynamic, kind of. You know, like I mean, it is a family, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I don't feel like it's ever a situation where you feel kind of left out, kind of. Yeah, because everybody is always together. And like I said, I can tell her, hey, make sure Brie does this and Kayla does this. And she'd be like, "Okay." regardless of whether she did it or not. She's going to make me feel like like she did it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like she's going to make me feel good about it. And but ninety nine point nine percent of the time she will do it. You know what I'm saying? Like she always is respectful of, of your decisions. Um, But because I know one time like Kristen was in trouble. Uh huh. 
and she was going over there for the day and I was telling her like, oh, like she got in trouble. She did this, that. And she was like, oh, do you want her to be in trouble over here too? Because like, <laughs> <laughs> we continue it over here, okay? She was like, yeah, I will make sure she's, she's in trouble over here. Yep. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. double Make sure whammy. she's in trouble over here too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whereas most grandparents would be like, come in, oh, sweetie. Let that, me give that, you, and that's, your that's, mommy ain't give you no that's, dessert. That's our mom's. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's our mom. Don't be, don't be putting I my mean, baby you, on punishment. Why are you being so hard on her? I'm like, <laughs> see, were you acting like this when I was younger? But maybe it's also because both of our moms have only had girls. Yeah. And she had mostly boys. Boys, yeah. And I think you have to discipline, maybe you don't have to, but I think it's natural to discipline boys differently than girls. So that's mm-hmm. just her natural like she's just ready with the discipline, you know. <laughs> she ready on. But spot, anytime okay? like Drea does something, you know, Drea's like one and a half. Mm-hmm. Anytime Drea does something, she look at me. I'm like Drea is the one that did it. Uh huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. What did you do? She like, did you see what? You, did you see? Yeah. Did you see your daughter? <laughs> you need to go handle that. <laughs> yeah, she. Um, yeah, she's pretty amazing and she's very helpful. So. Um, how to navigate issues. So let's, we don't really have a lot of, we don't have no issues. I don't have any issues with my in-laws, but how to navigate issues with in-laws. Like what are some tips that we can give to other people in terms of having issues? You know, what are some tips that we can give other people to help them? Yeah. So I think, um, that one thing that I've learned And this is neither way is right or wrong, Mm -hmm. but the way that I was raised and my family dynamic is very different than the way Anthony was raised and his family dynamic. Mm -hmm. And I think I made a conscious decision to like, just accept it as right. Mm -hmm. Like the way I was raised is right. And the way he was raised was also right. Mm Mm-hmm. I think he struggles with that more and he feels like the way that I, the way that he was raised is right. And the way that I was raised is weird, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think because of that, it causes him to be less than understanding sometimes when things are different. So like one example, like something easy to talk about is that when I was growing up, like my mom's friends, like mm-hmm. her close friends, mm-hmm. I called them auntie. Mm-hmm. And he thinks that is the craziest thing ever, mm-hmm. you know? And like, there's my mom's friend. And I, I mean, I grew up with these people. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I remember one time I got sick at school. My mom was at work and they her friend yeah. came and picked me up, took me back to her house and took care of me for the day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I call her auntie. Yeah. And so when Anthony met her, Mind you, she looks like all my all my mom's siblings are dark skinned. This lady is like Drea's complexion, okay? Super light. <laughs> Super light. And he was like, I love your aunt. Like she is one of your mom's favorite sisters. And did it like he really thought that she was my real aunt because I was calling her auntie the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know she's not really related to me, right? 
<laughs> and he said, just, what? He did. He, it was like, it blew his mind. Cause this was like after a week of being around them. Yeah. Like he legitimately thought this was like my real aunt and my real cousin, yeah. but it's not. But, um, so he thinks like stuff like that is really weird. And so I think to just like take out the idea that your in-laws are weird. Yeah. Or that the way that they do things is wrong. It's just different than the way that you do them. And I think if you just accept it as, and of course, I'm not saying abuse and stuff like that, right? Yeah. What's wrong is wrong. But I'm saying like, just because you growing up always ate chicken on Thursdays and your in-laws always ate pizza on Thursdays, both of them are the right way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you accept it as right, yep. then you can accept more you know yeah and then also just like with any relationship realizing that a person is who they are and if you don't like that it doesn't mean that they're going to change who they are yeah so you just have to accept it and make your decision on how you're going to approach the situation based on the reality of who they are not who you wish they want them to be yeah i agree i think um with with conflicts with your in-laws, communication is so important, especially you need to, let's say in a scenario where you have an issue with your in-law and you know, you know that your spouse or significant other is very close with their family and you want to make sure that, Hey, I don't want to cause any drama or whatever, but I feel like when you hold stuff in, like it just makes it worse. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's really good to have like communication with your spouse about any issues that you're having with your in-laws and figure out a way to address it, especially if it needs to be addressed. Um, because these people, especially if your significant other is close, they're going to be around. So you're going to have to deal with them. So don't let problems just fly under the rug. Like it don't matter, you know? Mm -hmm. You definitely need to address them and, and just remember address them in a respectful manner. Like don't be sitting there going off and acting like these people are, are, you know, are trash. These people gave your spouse life and Mm -hmm. love them enough to, to marry them. So they obviously did somewhat of a good job. Right. So just try to respect that when you are having any issues. And, and I mean, I guess this is a little different than what the question is, but Mm -hmm you have to also realize that some of the, some of the, the challenges are not really your battle. It's your spouse's battle. Because if, if you have set a boundary mm-hmm. and the in-law is crossing that boundary, mm-hmm. then really I think that the spouse should be the one that addresses it because that's his family they're the ones that are not respecting the boundary that you both have set. And I feel like they should, they should enforce the boundary with their family. I don't think that you should have to come in and fight a battle. Like I'm thinking about like, um, we don't, you don't want your in-laws to call after eight o'clock. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they keep calling every day after eight o'clock. That is a problem that your spouse needs to correct. Address with them. Yeah. Gotcha. And I think that that 
like, I don't think you should be put in the position to have a strained relationship because of that, because yeah. they're always going to be more forgiving to their own child than to you, than to you. Yep. And, and it can't, even if it's a hundred percent Nicole's idea, I don't like the phone ringing after eight o'clock. If you both agree to that and you establish it, then it doesn't matter whose idea it is. Like, yeah. They need to address it like this is this is what we're asking you to do and you need to do it. Yeah. And and this is a side note. And I will feel like whatever decision I have, I feel like my mom will always take oversight over me because she she truly just like love him a lot more. I always (laughs) thought I said she's like, you did something, didn't you? Like if whenever you have like any issues or something, she'd be like, what did you do? And I know she a problem. Though. Ain't she a problem? I'm like, well, hold a phone. I th- ain't I your daughter? But you know why? It's because your mom has known you for all these years. Girl. And she has seen you in all your different moods and mm-hmm. everything. She you hasn't seen Elwood sometimes. in those ways. You know? Like, she, she doesn't see <laughs> Elwood at his worst, most annoying, most angriest. You know what I'm saying? And like, he don't she get angry. sees... <laughs> she sees the buttoned up version of him. Yeah. She sees, you know what I'm saying? Like she's looking in mm-hmm. and you're right there. So of course they're only seeing like the good side. The po- yeah. Girl, the positive. She love her some Elwood. I tell you that much. I was like, yeah, I thought I was your child, you know, but it's okay. But it's but good that's to have good, that. That's, that's a, a good, good problem. That is a good problem. Yeah. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, you don't want the opposite. You def- definitely don't want the opposite. If they can't stand them, they can't be around and y'all can't even coexist, you know, coexist together. It's just, it's good to have a good relationship with your in-laws because lower child, I can call our in-laws and say, Hey, can you watch the kids? Or if something happened, they'll call me. Cause you know, sometimes let's say if your child is sick, they'll call your spouse and they, and your spouse really don't know nothing about uh, medical stuff or, yeah. you know, she'd be like, no, I noticed this about her. Can you, you know, what's going on or whatever. Yeah. Have that good relationship where y'all can talk to each other about any and everything. So, and they know because it's been times where like Anthony will go pick up Drea Mm-hmm. And she won't say nothing to him, but then she'll text me or call me mm-hmm. and be like, oh, Drea needs this and the third. Yeah. <laughs> like make sure she know it, not to tell him. Yeah. Make sure that they have this. <laughs> yeah. Cause she, because it would not get too. done. Yeah. She definitely knows. Okay. So how hard is it? Like when you do have conflicts with the in-law and this can be both, this can be, let's say if your spouse has a conflict with your, your family, right? Mm-hmm. How difficult is it to pick a side? I don't think it should be difficult at all. Okay. I think that um, you and your spouse are one, so you should always be on your spouse's side. Mm-hmm. Um, what if you disagree? Is just dead wrong. I was about to say, what if you disagree with what he feels? I'm still on his side. We, we will hash that out together. together. <laughs> yeah. And then we will present the united front. Yeah. But... I'm, I'm not going to, if, if he feels like don't call the house after eight and I feel like, well, she can, she's my mom. She can call the house until midnight. Right. Mm -hmm. And my mom wants to call till midnight. How can I say that I'm one with him if I'm taking her side? Yeah. And basically saying that what my mom wants is more important 
than what my spouse wants when he's supposed to be my priority. Priority. So I don't want to give any spoilers, but for the TV show, Love and Huntsville, Love and Marriage Huntsville. Yeah, because I haven't even started it yet. Okay. So I'm just, this is not a spoiler, right? But there is a couple that has that dynamic where the, the husband will say one thing and the mom is like, I have issues with the mom, but the mom will say another thing. And the daughter is always in the middle and always takes the mom's side. That ain't going to last. And the husband is like, he'll say to her like, so it's like every time the mom comes to visit, right? Mm-hmm. The husband and the wife always end up in an argument. And the wife is like trying that's my to, mom. yeah, yeah, like, well, that's my mom. And it's like, okay, <laughs> What's but you, the need point? To, you need to put her in place. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is my house. This is the husband and the wife's house. And the mom is a visitor. Yeah. So how are you prioritizing what the mom wants? And it's the husband's house, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think that, you, that's a boundary to, issue. Like, that, yes, she needs to the, make, mom needs to step, you mm-hmm. know, know her boundaries. And her and mom out. specifically, like, she has, like, some very abusive behaviors mm-hmm. because she, like, tries to cause division in all her relationships. Like, she wants to be the number one person in her life. In her daughter's life? In her daughter's life. Mm-hmm. And anybody that she gets close to, she creates an issue with them, with that person. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And the daughter is, like, used to just going with her mom. Yeah. So the mom has an issue with Nicole, so now I'm going to have to have an issue with Nicole. Like, Nicole, I need to talk to you because my mom said this. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know. So I, I just think, like... If you want to have a successful marriage, you can't ever put anybody else before you external mm-hmm. before your marriage, you know? Yeah, I agree. I and even if agree. I say like this has happened where I don't have a problem, like calling the house at 12 o'clock, that doesn't bother me. I don't see anything wrong with it. But if he sees something wrong with it, it has then that's addressed. enough to say. All right. And I can talk calling. to him about it like, hey, what do you, why do you feel that way? we can compromise. Can we maybe say nine 30? Yeah. Whatever the case is. But once we've come to this agreement, he's not budging or whatever. I can't, I can't not go with that. You know? No, I agree. You definitely need to be, but that's that communication piece. Like being able to communicate with your spouse say, Hey, I have an issue with your mom. She's, she's definitely overstepping her boundaries right here. And it's so great when you have moms that, understand y'all I know y'all doing y'all own thing I don't want you know I'm gonna just let y'all do you and that is like my mom to the T like she mm-hmm. always is like no y'all go ahead and you know she just admires like our relationship and how like well we communicate with each other and she's like you know no y'all go ahead and y'all need to spend more time together y'all need to do this she's such a big encourager probably because she loves him so much but at the end of the day you know she's such a huge encourager and that helps us because she doesn't she might step her over boundaries with the kids but between me and him she would never do that and i don't our mother-in-law wouldn't do that either yeah or our fathers our father-in-laws or my father you didn't know so no 
it's just a it's a it's a respect thing you know so yeah um, I don't think that my mom my mom loves Anthony mm -hmm. so I don't think that she would ever intentionally try to overstep a boundary yeah but I think that she has issues sometimes understanding that there is a boundary yeah or why there's a boundary yeah and I don't think that we have to own any so like for example if I say okay don't call after eight mm -hmm. she's gonna she would say like oh okay well I know Anthony doesn't want me to call after eight so I'm gonna just call your phone <laughs> and it's like <laughs> I gotta just <laughs> put it on vibrate and I'm gonna call your phone. And it's like, no, this is, it's not an Anthony thing at this point. It's a us thing, you know, like this Cookie is, is funny. Okay. Cookie <laughs> is where where funny. she got that nickname from? I don't, what is she? She said, Janice, something, 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 something <laughs> cookie. Right. I was like, all I heard was cookie. I was like, okay. You, cookie. You heard, I said, what name you said, are these? You said, who cookie? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard her. I've heard many nicknames. Uh-huh. Never cookie. cookie. Yo, I wanted to know where cookie was from. I was like, hold on. I hope they asked who she asked her. Who cookie? That's the Harlem girl coming out. Girl. Um, but yeah, she, I think that, um, like it's, it's never malicious. I'm about you know? to say, it's not like she's intentionally it's, trying to right. do anything and harmful, but it's like, she just doesn't it's just a natural thing get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, like this morning I called her, I was on my way to Duncan and I called her and I was like, Oh, did I wake you up? And she was like, yeah, but it's okay. So like, it's not a big deal for her. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So she's just like, it ain't a big deal. Yep. You know, mm -hmm. so, but yeah. And, and I think that like me and my mom, our relationship is very unique because for so many years, it was literally just me and her too. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. so that creates like a very unique relationship. Yep. And we spent a lot of time together. We did a lot of stuff together. Um, and she, is who she is like she's a very strong-minded person mm -hmm. and so she always raised me to be strong-minded mm -hmm. and you know if you want something like get it don't settle blah 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 and so I think it's hard for her to see the difference between me compromising with my husband because I want to compromise with him versus I'm being forced against my will to yeah. turn my phone off at eight yeah you know what I mean yeah yeah well hopefully i mean but it's just hard because when you get to a certain point in your life you just don't really care about other people's opinions not to say that yeah. she doesn't care about your opinions but just like us in certain things too like i'm not gonna settle for anything mm -hmm. you know i'm gonna just do if you don't like it oh well i'm gonna still do whatever i want to do you know so it's kind of hard but yeah but it's okay. It's okay. So last point that I have here is what conflicts are unforgivable? Like what is something 
that if you have a conflict with your in-laws and I'll go first, it's unforgivable. The one thing that I would say, which has never happened to me is if they start physically doing something to me, like we, we throw in bows mm-hmm. that is completely unforgivable to me. Like I, I wouldn't be able, and I would hope that my spouse would feel that same way. Like, especially if I didn't cause anything, I didn't start anything. If we throw in bowls, we, we just, it's probably best that we shouldn't be around each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like to me, that's the only unforgivable, um, conflict that I can have with my laws. So blessed that I don't ever feel like that would ever happen. <laughs> but you know, that's just one thing for, for me in my mind. If I, if there was a unforgivable, I think it would be a physical thing. So I don't think that like, I don't think about things as unforgivable because I think forgiveness is important. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that you have to accept everything. You know what I mean? You talking about like um, forgive, but don't forget. Like I can forgive you and never talk to you again. Yeah. You know that, what I mean? Yeah. When I say unforgivable, so, I mean like we just not going to have a relationship. Again. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, so for me, yes, physical, of course, I don't think that's going to happen. That's not going to happen. No, I don't see that. Um, but, <laughs> um, I think that anything that is done with the specific intention to cause harm and it don't have to be physical, but the same intent, like if you're hitting me, then you are intentionally trying to cause, cause me harm. harm. Yeah. And if you're doing or saying certain things with the intent to cause me harm, that mm-hmm. is also the equivalent to me. Yeah. So cause I harm in the relationship where cause harm, cause harm to me in any way that is, we have no relationship at that point. Gotcha. Because yeah. I am the person that, your your son whoever chose mm-hmm. to be with mm-hmm. and you don't have to like it but we together so you need to accept it or you need to just separate from us so if there's anything that you feel like you need to do in order to get me you know like to I get you know, out of the relationship call or my call job you. and lie on me to try to get me fired or something or you know, like tell my husband a lie about me or I saw her at the, at yeah, the restaurant. Anything with that you're man. trying to do intentionally to yeah. cause me harm. Now, if I was at lunch, a, a business lunch or something, and you saw me and had the wrong impression, <laughs> yeah, that's one thing. You yeah. know, like you supposed to you look out for your, for your son. Yeah. But if I was at home recording the in-law suite and you texted him talk about I see your wife and it'd be funny if somebody. he was right in the same house with you like what are you talking about she in She's the house right here. oh god I'll text again tomorrow <laughs> um, but yeah oh, like god. anything that's like intentional yeah or if you're something about you is just that I would not under other circumstances have you in my life yeah you being my in-law doesn't give you special treatment you know yeah. like if you're an abuser if you're beating up your wife or something i wouldn't I talk be, to you yeah I don't be regardless yeah. so 
I'm not going to talk to you now. You yeah, know? I agree. Like you're not going to get a special because to me, I feel like that's my, that's my family. Like that's my extended family now. So I'm going to treat you the same way I would treat my regular family. Yeah. You get cut off if you need to get cut off. Yep. Well, Cause I've told you I cut, I cut off some of my family. I know you did. You told me that, <laughs> especially when they was trying to do something to your man. <laughs> <laughs> they was trying to they was trying to harm the relationship so Called they had to get deliberate harm off cut them ties yes. hold on she said what to you <laughs> but i think that a lot of times that is an escalation you know like i don't think that any relationship just starts off where no it doesn't you know so there there's ways to salvage it before it gets to that point you I know agree. yeah and it's just up to both sides to mm-hmm. want to do that. And mm-hmm. I think that the spouse's job is to like facilitate positive relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got to like, cause I really think that like most people, I'm not talking about people that have like personality disorders, but most people, if Kayla married somebody that you didn't care for, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. not a, not a psychopath. Okay. Just yeah. a guy that you think she could do better. For, yeah. You just don't care for him. Mm-hmm. You are not going to risk losing your relationship with Kayla because you don't like him. Yeah. So if Kayla sets a boundary with you, like ma, you don't have to like him, but I want to be with him for the holidays. So either he needs to come with me. If you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if she's setting that boundary with you, then you're going to have to make that tough decision. Like, okay, I'm going to have to, if I want to see my daughter and my grandkids for, for the holidays, I'm going to have to deal with him. She's not going to put him out the house on Christmas so I could come over, you know? Yeah. So I'm praying our lives will not be like that growing up. Please don't. It's not, (laughs) it's not. I'm just thinking about hopefully our daughters will make good, decisions with spouses like we did so i don't think we have to worry about that because both of our daughters have very involved fathers yeah and a grandfather and uncles Mm -hmm. you know and i think that having a positive male relationship from a young age they're not going to accept less than that as an adult you know like they're witnessing healthy relationships they see our husbands treat us well our husbands treat them well Mm -hmm. why would they go find somebody that's gonna treat them less than what they've been accustomed to to getting you know Mm -hmm. so i think that it's a chance that they may have someone that's you know, maybe he's not got the best career or something, but I don't really feel like they're going to find somebody that don't treat them good. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, to end on a positive note of conflicts, I want us to give a shout out to our family, our (laughs) in-laws and just say something positive because we just had a mother's day special, which we celebrate our mothers, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And we had a great time with them. We told them how much we appreciate them and love them unconditionally, um, regardless of any um, boundaries that <laughs> they overstep with our minds with kids. Because you always want to um, not discipline them. But uh, but anyway, <laughs> um, you know whatever whatever that is. You know, my mother has always been my huge supporter. So. 
I appreciate her. So I feel like we should, and I know you appreciate your mom as well and is your biggest supporter. So I feel like we should do the same and shout out to our in-laws because we have the same identical in-laws. Um, <laughs> um, shout out to our mother-in-law. Happy, well, happy belated Mother's Day to her. Mm-hmm. Um, she did an amazing job raising four children and she has been... I don't know how she did it. I tell yo, her all the time. I don't know how she did it. She's like, I was telling her, you're the best mother mother in the... <laughs> I can't even say it. Mother-in-law um, in the world because she's just such a joy to be around. She's super positive. She always, you know, she's always helpful. She's just an absolute joy. And the same goes to our father-in-law. He is just hilarious. He loves to talk. He likes to be around. He's just... He's a really positive um, person. And the same shout out to our well, our brothers-in-laws and our sister-in-law. Just It was good seeing them all mm-hmm. this past Sunday. And just the whole family is just pretty awesome. So, yeah. Shout out to them. We love that. That was nice. Yes, we, we do. We, we married into a great family. Mm-hmm. Um, I've. I've always felt like, especially with our father-in-law, because he speaks his mind, you know, like all the time, our mother-in-law is is a lot nicer about something like she'd be like, oh, that's, that's a, that's a new shirt, you know, and And he'll be like, like, she said, well, uh, he'd be like, why are you wearing that? You know? (laughs) Yeah. But you know what? I have like a jokey, jokey, like relationship with him because he said that he was going to wash my car, right, for my birthday, like, three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, when are you going to do it? Well, you got to make an appointment. I said, well, I, I made appointments three years ago, you know, <laughs> like, when are you going to do it? And, you know, we just have, like, this nice banter towards each other where we just we just laugh and play because Elle would laugh and play with him, too. So it's just it's just always good vibes and fun with them. So, yeah, I feel funny. like he's very understanding of me. Like, mm-hmm. I know that. My personality is like very different than yours. Like you're very sweet and, you know, like yesterday, girl, let me, t- them kids, was, them kids, <laughs> them kids. That's why I wasn't in there a lot. And I went over there because you, first of all, you wasn't even in the house. Okay. Your car was gone. <laughs> I, had <to> <laughs> I was like, pizza. she I had to get here. some pizza. And I was my like, nerves was up. My anxiety was up. I was like, somebody about to break an arm. The other one going to have a black eye. It was a lot. It's, it's and a I went and sat issue. on the steps mm-hmm. and he was like, it's a, it's too much for you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he gets me. Cause it was too much for him too. He said, I'm gonna go to my room because I can't do it. He gets me. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, we, we do, we have great, um, uh, we've married into a great family. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, you know, I can be myself around them. Um, I don't feel uncomfortable there, you know, definitely don't. So I think it's, I, I feel comfortable with my kids there. Oh yeah. You know, I feel like I remember, like, I don't remember what it was, but my husband was trying to tell me to like go out. This was before we were like when I first met him, right. Mm-hmm. To go somewhere with you and Tammy and Ms. and our mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking like, without you, I don't want to go. I don't know these women. <laughs> what am I going to do? I cannot remember what we did. But I, I don't remember I, it all either. Because I know, had that such was like a nice ever. time with you guys. You know, that was like, like forever ago. It was forever. Like 
I don't even how long y'all probably be married for 10 years right years we, we're gonna be 10 years but it's gonna be at least 13 years since that happened wow but we went somewhere and I had a very nice time we weren't gone like it wasn't like an all-day thing but a couple hours I felt very comfortable you know yeah she's and I appreciated that because like you know nobody turned to me and was like so we're going to grill you now. <laughs> We're going to ask you 3,000 questions. Like I said, when I first met my mother-in-law, she gave up, came up and gave me a big hug. She said, I'm so excited to meet you. I was like, wow, this is such a nice greeting. Like, and I was like, what, 18 maybe? So I was super young. Yeah. They probably said, this is the first girl I ever brought home. <laughs> 18. You've been with him since y'all was, eight, was 18. We've been we almost two decades together almost but yeah well that makes sense because yeah. i was what 22 who was 22 i met him right after my birthday so i must have been 22 but um 18 just sounds much younger it does we were babies then so but yeah but yeah it, it was, yeah it that was, was good yeah um was good. but i think you know hopefully that there's there's still opportunity if someone has a strained relationship yeah there's still opportunity to turn it around as long as yeah you know because i do think that it helps your overall satisfaction in your relationship Relationship. to have a positive experience yep and have you know and especially if there's you know children involved because they they're caught in the middle now of two families yep and then you don't want to worry about or they could be talking crap to my kids about me. And, you know, it's just mm-hmm. creates a negative environment. So try to find some positivity. Try to, you know, make amends. And if you can, if it's forgivable and, you know, you're able to want to try to build a good relationship. So it's easier on both on both sides for the husband and the wife or you yeah. know, both significant others. So. But all right. Well, I think we're going to wrap up the episode or the topic. But before we get to the before we end it, we're going to talk about what you what you're listening to. You know what I'm listening to? What? Ever since we um, saw the verses, I've been listening to more gospel. So I've been listening. Of course, I listen to Erica Positive. That song is in rotation, (laughs) like nonstop. And, um, so yeah, I've been listening to all my gospel, um, classics, Yolanda Adams, um, Marvin Sapp, all, all, all Kirk. It's just, just give me good vibes. So ever since the verses, I've been gospeling up. So well, what about like you? My normal rotation. I know that's your normal rotation. It's a hundred percent gospel. Mm-hmm. When I look at my playlist, I'm looking now to see what's on here and it's, playlist gospel hey ain't nothing wrong with it you know um i'm trying to look on here and see uh oh oh um oh oh i just finished listening to oh i'm gonna hold on let me pull it up i just finished listening to one of the series now how do i figure out what the name of it was like a podcast series um yes Okay. It is the, oh, the puppet master. Um, so it's like a true crime. This is the, the, uh, true, true crime obsessed. Mm -hmm. So it's a true crime podcast and they did a three part series on this 
documentary called The Puppet Master. Yeah. Um, so that's what I just finished listening to. Okay. And it was crazy because it's about this guy that basically, I don't know what he did, but mm-hmm. he not he didn't kidnap people, but he tricked people into being kidnapped, if that makes sense. It sounds like, weird. He, yes. And like in the documentary, there were these two people like in their Mm twenties that were like, mom, if you're watching this, please come home. Like the mom is still out there. She left her kids. Oh, wow. And she's with this guy like today. He tricked her to, oh, I get you. And it was like all these people over time that he tricked into being kidnapped. And they found the mom. And they were like, hey, did you know that he was like kidnapping people and conning them? And she was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do it all the time. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, he so like. She was mind control, not mind control, but manipulated. Yeah. And but he like, it was men and women. It it, it was the weirdest thing. But he was like. people are very um, powerful and very scary. Yeah. If they can manipulate a, both sexes and, and try to con mm-hmm. both. Yeah, that's, that's creepy. That's scary. And it was like one guy where his something happened to his roommate mm-hmm. and he was upset about it. So he went to the bar mm-hmm. to like have a drink and the guy, the con artist was the bartender mm-hmm. and at the bar that day, he convinced him to like run away with him and to pick up two girls, like his girlfriend and his girlfriend's roommate. And then the three of them literally like, in an hour, I don't know how long he was there, a couple hours, he had convinced these three people to leave with him and they were gone for 10 years. Jesus. No guns, no handcuffs. Just manipulation. That is scary. And even went to one of the girl's house. Her daddy was there. It was was crazy, (laughs) but yes. (laughs) Sounds crazy. Yeah, the dad was like, trying to find her or whatever but like yeah went to the dad's house and was like can we have ten thousand dollars or oh no okay we'll buy and then like she was gone for 10 years and she was in the documentary crazy weird um so that's what i've been listening to that and then gospel you gotta wash away (laughs) yeah you gotta wash away all that crazy stuff that's going on because that sounds scary (laughs) and devilish okay well guys i think that's it we're gonna wrap it up we hope you guys have a great night and we'll see you next week that's it that's the show thank you so much for hanging out with us in the suite make sure you're following us on instagram facebook and twitter at the in-law suite and leave us a review on apple Podcasts and rate us on spotify email us your thoughts questions and wildest stories at the in-law suite at gmail.com or you can send us a voice message through anchor to be featured on the show Don't forget to join us for Sweet Talk Live every week on Instagram Live for your weekly gossip. And remember to stay sweet and we'll we'll see see you next week. week.